Hi, welcome to another episode of the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast. I'm reporter and photographer Patricia Robio, and today's podcast is brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe on Main Street in Calicoon. Stop in for fresh in-house baked goods, as well as an assortment of teas, coffees, and lattes. It's been a busy week on the news front. Here are some of the week's top stories. Department of Health is leaving Monticello. The New York State Department of Health is moving their district office, currently located at 50 North Street in Monticello, to Middletown. According to New York State Department of Health Director of Communication, Jill Montang, the move is tentatively scheduled for spring of 2020. Montag told the Democrat that the decision to move the district office, which serves Sullivan County, has 21 employees and was due to the difficulty in finding adequate office space in Monticello. Thompson is involving in the new year. The Thompson Town Board reconvened in the new year with its annual reorganizational meeting on January 4th at Thompson Town Hall. There are no changes on the Town Board as Bill Reber returns as Town Supervisor alongside Councilman Melinda Maddow, Scott Mays, Ryan Schock, and John Pervasi. Maddow will also serve as Deputy Supervisor. Thompson Town Clerk Malik Calhoun and Thompson Town Attorney Michael Bendick will also serve for 2022. Reber said the town board and our skill staff work hard to think outside of the box, always looking to the future. We are evolving our town to be an even cleaner, more attractive, and more comfortable place to live, work, and play. Bethelwood seeks grant for large-scale campground. Bethelwood Center for the Arts has plans to develop large-scale camp facilities on their property that could host thousands of guests for multi-day concerts and music festivals. The potential project will be built out of phases over several years but could ultimately include more than 4,600 campsites that could accommodate some 13,000 campers per event, according to the documents submitted to the Bethel Town Board. As a 501c3 concert venue and culture center, Bethel Woods 800 acres includes Woodstock Festival site listed on the Natural Register of Historic Places. Bethel Woods is applying for $8 million in federal grant funding through the Secretary of Commerce for Economic Development to help finance their site work and infrastructure for the project. Bethel was asked if the town board could write a letter in support for their grant application. Forsberg plans to part ways with the IDA. The town of Forsberg took a vote on whether or not the town should opt out of the Sullivan County Industrial Development Agency, the IDA, at their regular town board meeting on January 6th which was held just after their annual reorganizational meeting. After the discussion between the board members and the few comments from the general public, the board voted 3-2-2 in favor of the Forsberg drafting letter to the IDA, requesting to opt out of the partnership. Three in vote to favor of the opting out were Councilman Steve Borowski, Susan Parks Landis, and Supervisor Diane Hogue Jr. Councilman Karen Ellswick and Vincent Galligan Jr. voted in favor of remaining. The town of Forsberg has been teetering on the idea of opting out of the Sullivan County IDA for four months. In light of this sentiment, Councilman Steve Borowski read out loud a letter which he submitted to the board containing reasons why he believed Forsberg should leave the IDA. According to Borowski, a few of those reasons being that the tax incentive the IDA would provide to the incoming businesses are often not in the primary reason a business chooses a location. Bethel Ready for 2022, the Town of Bethel held its annual reorganizational meeting to kick off the new year on Wednesday, January 5th, where they reviewed municipal appointments and salaries. 
The board approved the regular meetings for the second and fourth Wednesday of every month at 7.30 p.m. in the meeting room at the Dr. Duggan Community Center. The town of Bethel designated the Sullivan County Democrat as his official paper of record and the re-reported as a secondary. Councilman Vicki Simpson was reappointed to serve as Deputy Town Supervisor. The board designated Simpson to serve as liaison to the Planning Board, Parks and Recreation Department, and Sustainable Bethel Committee. For more of this meeting, visit our website at scdemocratonline.com. Rockland Resets It was a busy night as the town of Rockland held their reorganizational meeting on Thursday. The town board made appointments of Joanne Giroux as the door control officer and Jennifer DeVanchi as the confidential secretary to the supervisor. He also designated the Sullivan County Democrat as the town's official newspaper. During the public comment period of the meeting, concerns regarding people parking overnight on Roscoe's Main Street, Stewart Avenue, which is not always allowed this time of year, was Supervisor Rob Eggleston noted that the town of Rockland has been working with prestige tolling and the New York State Troopers and that the violators will be towed in the near future. SUNY Sullivan is delaying their spring start. SUNY Sullivan's spring 2022 semester will begin a week later than originally planned as the college pushed back the start date to January 26. SUNY Sullivan President Jay Quentin told the Democrat, as we continue to navigate the pandemic and the Omicron variant continues to be incredibly infectious, we're seeing a number of the positive cases climb and, and importantly, the number of patients hospitalized at the near record time highs in Sullivan County. We made the decision to delay the start of the semester by one week. He went on to say we will also increase our testing protocols and continue to wear masks inside when we are in the presence of others. He went on to say, of course, we will continue to monitor the pandemic and make changes as needed to ensure the health and safety of the college community. For students who are on campus residents of the Lazarus Levine Hall, moving will now take place Tuesday, January 25th, 2022. When returning to the campus, all college employees will be required to either return to work with a negative COVID-19 test taken within 72 hours of their arrival date or get a negative rapid test on campus immediately upon their return. Moving forward, all SUNY Sullivan staff and faculty will be required to test weekly regardless of vaccine status. Social distancing and mask wearing guidelines will remain in effect. Former SUNY Sullivan professor arrested in grant scheme. New York State Inspector General Lucy Lang announced the arrest of former SUNY Sullivan professor on Wednesday for alleging stealing more than 32000 by forging an application for a grant to intend to provide high-need school districts K-12 teachers with professional learning opportunities. Cynthia Marcello, 55, of Hurleyville, was arraigned in Fallsburg Justice Court before the Honorable Judge Ron Stabak on the charge of forgery in the second degree. Marcello resigned from SUNY Sullivan in 2020. Inspector General Lang said Dr. Marcello's alleged forging of the federal grant application for personal profit is an affront to intention of such programs providing professional growth and learning opportunities for teachers at high school needed districts. We are grateful to SUNY for prompting bringing these schemes to our attention and to our law enforcement partners with whom we are working to ensure that she is held accountable. Especially during these difficult times, the resources allotted to New York teachers should never be compromised. What's that co-founder Michael Lang remembered? Best known as one of the co-creators and driving force behind the Woodstock Music and Art Fair of 1969, 
died on Saturday at the age of 77. A family spokesperson reported that Lang died at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center in New York City from a rare form of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. In a statement posted to social media, Bethel Woods Center for the Arts said, We are greatly saddened at the news of the passing of Michael Lang, one of the original organizers of Woodstock. Michael's role as a visionary behind the festival has left an inevitable mark on history. For more of Michael Lang's life, Check out newsstands now for the latest issue of the Sullivan County Democrat or check us online at scdemocratonline.com. Fallsburg women strangled to death. State police announced yesterday that a man has been charged in strangulation death of a Fallsburg woman. Around 1.45 p.m. on January 9th, New York State Police from Liberty Barracks, along with the officers from the town of Fallsburg Police Department, responded to a residence at Los Sheldrake in the town of Fallsburg for a report of a domestic incident. Upon arrival, police found Marilyn Torres, 61, unconscious on the floor next to a bed and immediately began life-saving measures. Torres was ultimately pronounced deceased at 7 p.m. on January 11th. Based on the investigation, state police alleged that Joseph Duarte, 37, physically assaulted Torres by strangulation, causing her death. New corpse to roll in suit in Highland. The town board of Highland finalized their agreement with the new Highland Ambulance Services by signing a contract that will allow the new ambulance corps to resume services in place of the American Legion at an emergency meeting held on December 21st. The full transition is expected to be complete by the end of January. At the time of the signing, it was planned for the new ambulance service to take over the completely on the first of the year. However, according to the town supervisor Jeff Haas, the town and the American Legion extended the deadline to January 31st. In order to allow more time for a full transfer of service vehicles, medical equipment, and other necessary equipment and qualifications from the former provider of services, the American Legion, to New Highland Ambulance Corps. That's all the news we have for you today. Make sure to check us online at scdemocratonline.com. We're also on social media. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This podcast was brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe on Main Street in Calicoon. Stop in for fresh in-house baked goods as well as an assortment of teas, coffees, and lattes. Again, I'm Patricia Robio for the Sullivan County Democrat. Have a great weekend. <music>